In today's show, I'm previewing week 12 in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're here for another weekly preview week 12 which is actually week 13, but for fantasy people, it is week 12. I know that's confusing. It confuses me, but here we are. It's the week that's beginning on the 15th of March. Let's talk about that right now, and let's start by looking at how the uh, the teams break down their games because we have one team that is playing a lot of games, five of them, in fact, to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, we know we're not going to have Anthony Davis at all this week. Do we get five games out of LeBron? I would assume so. I think there is, if, if LeBron is going to sit one of these games, there's two back-to-backs for the Lakers. They have a back-to-back against the Warriors and the Wolves on Monday, Tuesday. Um, maybe against Minnesota. LeBron doesn't play, but then it's Hornets, Hawks, Suns uh, for the rest of the week. He'll play the Hawks, he'll play the Suns, he'll play that Hornets game in the middle. Maybe that Wolves game, but there is five games for the Lakers. So you're looking at boosts for guys like the future MVP, Kyle Kuzma, like if he returns, Marcus Gasol. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, yeah, deeper leagues, you're looking at Markeith Morris and Alex Caruso, Taylor Horton Tucker, Contavious Caldwell Pope. They could all be in five games this week, top 150 players. So that five games for the Lakers is important. It's a jam-packed week, absolutely jammed. The Lakers play five, 20 teams play four. So you've got 21 teams playing at least four games, and then nine teams play three games. It's just going to be quicker for me to tell you the nine games, the, the nine teams that play three games. The Jazz, the Clippers, the Bucks. The Thunder, the Hawks, the Pelicans, the Raptors, the Magic, and the Wolves all have three games. Everybody else has four this week. So it is a really, really jam-packed week in the NBA. And I think we're going to get a few more of these as we head towards the fantasy playoffs. How does the week look? As you can see, busy. Eight games on Monday, seven games on Tuesday, 10 on Wednesday, six on Thursday, 10 on Friday, five on Saturday, and 10 on Sunday. That's really busy. The lowest amount of games we have is the five on the Saturday. We are streaming on Monday. We are streaming on Tuesday. We are streaming on Thursday, and we are streaming on Saturday. Going to be tough to do it on a Wednesday, on a Friday, and on a Sunday. So we're really going to focus in on those four days, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, to uh, to stream in because they are the lower volume days. But there is just a shit ton of play going around this week. So many games going on. Fingers crossed we don't have any of these games postponed, but that's where we're at. <clears throat> if we have a look at the teams that we're streaming, well, the Lakers have four of their five games on the quality days. That is the most by far of any team. So when you are looking at streaming those players, Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Gasol, Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, you can actually use them four times. So it's not a five-game week where if you added Gasol that you'd use him twice during the week, which would be pointless. You can use him four times, which when you compare that to a team such as the Raptors who have zero games on the low-volume days, if you try and stream a Stan Johnson, a DeAndre Bembry, depending on the status of like your Ananobis and Van Vliet and those sort of blokes, Aaron Baines, 
You can't even use them, most likely. So it is a very, very big difference. The Knicks, the Hornets, and the Hawks all have three quality games. Now, that's important for the Hawks because they only play three games this week, but all three of them come on low-volume days. So that is super important to be able to note to note as well um, because it's not just always about volume of games. It's about when those games take place. So a three-game week from the Hawks, whether that's you know, Tony Snell or Bogdan Bogdanovich that you're adding, yeah, that's way more useful than adding four games of a Celtics player, Tristan Thompson, perhaps, Daniel Tice, because they've got one quality game. So you might use that player once during the week, whereas for the Hawks guy, you use them three times during the week. So the four games for Boston is way less impactful than the three games for Atlanta. Something, and now I just use those names. Now they may not actually make sense in terms of who is on your roster and who needs to come in and who needs to be dropped, but it is it is a talking point or it's something that you need to pay attention to when looking at setting your roster or making your moves for this week. Look at back-to-backs for the week. Nearly every team has a back-to-back. 24 of them, in fact, have a back-to-back this week. Again, quicker if I just tell you who does not have the back-to-back. Now, when I talk back-to-backs, I'm also talking about back-to-backs leading into the week, so Sunday-Monday heading into Week 12, and also the Sunday-Monday leading out of Week 12 because that is can be important in terms of where resting goes and teams maybe taking it easier on some of those days. So with that that's what I'm talking about there. So the teams that don't have one, the Nuggets, the Pistons, the Nets, um, the Bucks don't have one, and the Pelicans and the Mavericks don't have a back-to-back throughout that period. These teams all have two back-to-backs. The Spurs, Celtics, Cavs, Rockets, Bulls, Grizzlies, Blazers, Thunder, Lakers, Raptors, Sixers, Warriors, and Timberwolves all have two back-to-backs. Why is that important? Well, let's start with San Antonio. Maximum Derek White. Maximum Derek. Before he got COVID, he was sitting out back-to-backs recovering from his toe injury. We have no indication whether that's still going to be the case here, but there is a real chance of that, that his week is is marginalized, that he plays, instead of the four games the Spurs play, that White plays only two of those games because they have a Sunday-Monday back-to-back leading into the week, so he could sit out the Monday, and then they have a back-to-back on the Friday-Saturday. So there, there is a chance... Not He could play four games, but there is a chance that he plays two games this week. That's important. You go through these other ones. The Rockets, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, he's going to sit a back-to-back, or they've got, they got two back-to-backs again. One of those is a back-to-back leading out of the week, the Sunday-Monday at the end of the week, so Oladipo's probably fine in terms of missing that game this week, but they do have another earlier back-to-back on the Tuesday-Wednesday. So yeah, fire up your Kevin Porters and Sterling Browns and Kenyon Martins in that scenario. Um, the Thunder with Al Horford. They've got two back-to-backs this week as well. So when Horford sits, again, is is going to be a big question mark. If we have a look at where their um, their schedule lies, they actually have that back-to-back. Actually, sorry, no, they only have the one back-to-back, and that is the one leading out of the week, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got the back-to-back across this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, but they do go the Sunday, Monday uh, last week. Or at the end of the week, sorry. And that's probably, they're probably the most important back-to-backs to to pay attention to there across that week. Let's look at how we stream. 
and we stream on the low volume day. So Monday, Tuesday is a stream day. Tuesday, Thursday is a stream day. Thursday, Saturday is a it's a stream combo. More to the point, because you add a player on one of those two one of those days on the Monday to get him for Tuesday, you get uh, two games for the price of one acquisition. You add him on Tuesday for Thursday, one game or two games for the price of one. Thursday, Saturday the same. So who's got the Monday, Tuesday back to back? It's two teams. It's the Lakers and the Knicks. Talked about those Lakers players already. Knicks players. You're looking at Emmanuel quickly, who had a big game today. You're looking at uh, depending on Alfred Payton comes back. You're looking at um, yeah, RJ Barrett, if he's around, he probably shouldn't be. His scoring is good enough that he is a rosterable player, even though there are foibles in other areas, but his scoring is so good at the moment. Uh, Alec Burks, perhaps an option there. And then Tuesday, Thursday, you've got a plethora of teams who you can add for that pseudo back-to-back. Lakers, Blazers, Knicks, Jazz, Thunder, Hawks, Pelicans, and Wolves. So plenty of options there for you to stream in. Add on Tuesday. Don't worry about them on Wednesday and then play them again Thursday. And then Thursday, Saturday, we're looking Lakers again because they've got five games. Hornets and Hawks. So Devontae Graham, Cody Zeller for Charlotte, Atlanta. You're looking at Bogdan Bogdanovich, Dinla Gallinari, Tony Snell in deeper leagues. You're looking at threes uh, for that Thursday, Saturday pseudo back-to-back. Decided to add an extra segment in here called the uh, the front and the back load. Giggity. Um, and what we're talking about is start of the week, Monday to Thursday, versus back end of the week, Thursday to Sunday. And I am aware that there is a crossover day there, Thursday. But it's the first four days and then the last four days of the week whose games are stacked. So the Lakers in the first four days of the week play three games. The Knicks, the Wizards, and the Hornets do as well. So you can add one of those guys to begin your week from any of those four teams, and they play three games in the first four days of the week. And then you'll notice that you know their, their games play. So the Knicks only play four games for the week. So you'll notice that they play that three three in uh, sorry three in the first four days and then one in the last three days of the week. But on the opposite side of things, the Raptors and the Magic have one game in the first four days of next week. So you know if you're looking at adding players from the Magic, maybe you're adding Aaron Gordon because he's on your waiver wire. Just remember, you get one game out of the first four days, and he's not that good. Michael Carter Williams similarly. The Raptors banged up players. Um, or banged up replacements, Bembry, Johnson, Baines, Davis, those sort of guys. Then the back end of the week, Thursday through to Sunday, the Blazers, the Suns, the Lakers, and the Magic have three games in four nights to end the week. Now, the Lakers we've talked about ad nauseum because they have their five-game week, but yeah, adding a Blazers player at the back end of the week, three and four, a Suns guy, Jay Crowder, he could come into play with three games in four nights. A Magic guy, that's where you look at Carter Williams, you look at Dwayne Bacon, perhaps. You look at Mo Bumba for a blocks boost to end the week. And then on the other side, the Clippers and the Bucks, in the last, in between Thursday and Sunday, they play one game. So if you did have Dante DiVincenzo, if you did have Nick Batum, Marcus Morris, uh, Lou Williams, like you, one game out of those last four days, you can get a lot more value by probably streaming guys in. And remember, when I talk about earlier on, when we're looking at those 10-game days and I say you can't stream in, your roster might be set up a different way where you can stream in. So have a look. Can you add a player on Sunday? Can you add a player on Friday? Because that's going to be super important because if you've only got you know, eight active players on Friday, then you can actually stream. I use that as a blanket statement because I don't know. Every one of your individual rosters, literally impossible to do. I'm not Dr. Strange here, but you need to be able to understand that yourself and work out your own streaming days with the, the, the basis or the core of what I'm giving you here, but understand that there will be some variance across that as well. Let's look at some players in weekly leagues who can be added and perhaps started. Let's start in Philadelphia. Joel Embiid is out for the next two weeks. Um, great news. I, I didn't think... 
I didn't want to put it out there, but I didn't think that it was a serious injury for Embiid. Just with the way that he he seemed to move afterwards, I, I thought that we'd get maybe a week or two, and you know that's how it ended up. I didn't think it'd be torn meniscus or torn ACL, but I didn't want to put anything like that out there. So really good news. Two weeks for him, but that means we're going to get Tony Bradley and Dwight Howard. Now, Bradley started last game without Embiid. Howard will start some of these games too. If you can't deal with free throw percentage problems, with which Howard provides, Tony Bradley can be a solid add for four games this week. He has been pretty impressive, I thought. Even last season, he played okay, and he's been pretty good this year. Another big man we look at, Cody Zeller. We've talked about the Hornets having some favorabilities in their schedule, but he's a strong add. Dan Green, again, four games for the Sixers. Um, he's going to get... Lots of defensive stats. He's going to hit some threes. And then the big fella, Isaiah Stewart in Detroit. Love what he's been doing. Minutes creeping up. Four games this week. I think he's an interesting guy to at least add in and uh, and maybe even start him this week. We're looking at players to sit in category leagues. I changed the order of this up as well. Normally, I do players to add for cat and then points. But I'm going to do cat, cat first and then points later. So players to sit in points league or in category leagues. Kevin Durant. Look, there is a chance that maybe he's back at the end of the week. Don't start him, of course. Aaron Gordon. Three games, and he's still ramping up. No thanks. Steven Adams, just three games and not worth starting, I don't think. And same with uh, Goose Anthony Edwards. Not someone that's worth uh, not someone that's worth starting for this week with only the three games on. Four weekly leagues in points. Guys that we can add and start. Dwight Howard, Tony Bradley. We talked about those guys already. Cody Zeller we talked about already. And, uh, and Shake Milton. And you might ask why Shake Milton gets a boost with Joel Embiid out when they play different positions. You're right, it doesn't impact Milton's minutes. But what happens is that when Embiid is out there with the second unit and playing alongside Shake Milton, Embiid gets those shots. But if Embiid isn't there and it's Tony Bradley getting those minutes, then Milton gets those shots. So that's why his value improves because his usage goes up in those scenarios. And players to sit in points leagues, similar names, Durant, Bledsoe, Adams, and Aaron Gordon over there. And another last segment I thought I'd throw into these shows here is players who could be returning during the week. Keep an eye out for it. No guarantee here, but a couple of big name blazers. CJ McCollum and Yusuf Nurkic, there is a chance that they return by the end of the week. Not a, not a great chance, but there is a chance that they're back this week. So keep an eye on that. George Hill could be returning for the Oklahoma City Thunder. To what role? I have no idea. I imagine it will be small, but he could be returning this week. And the other one that could be coming back towards the end of the week is Mitch Robinson. And Mitch Robinson says, I'll take it from here. We haven't had any recent updates on Robinson, but this is getting near that timeline of when he broke his hand, of when he should be returning. So just keep an eye that these guys could be returning this week. This is it. That's the end of the show. Guys, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up. Leave a comment down below. Tell me how dumb I am. Whatever you want to do, guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.